This is a HeadGum Podcast. We're almost there. It's 99. 99. This is 99. 99 problems and all of them are not this podcast. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Hello and welcome to Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And I'm feeling extremely Beppo. Why are you a Beppo? Beppo, by the way, in my vocabulary, means exuberant, joyful. Yes. I don't know. Just Like you have a a pep in your step. You have a pep in your step. It's Bep, you know? Um, A new word for the Rachel vocab. Was Buca de Beppo, was Beppo the basement? I think it's or like basement it? to, of John. Like that's So I'm just saying, when I, when I say I'm like in a good mood and I say I'm Beppo, I'm just saying I'm basement? No, you're just saying you're Joe. Oh, I'm Joe. And I'm <laughs> drinking some Joe. I, ho- I, I think that's right. I don't know. I hope. Someone that is Italian, please correct us. Also, do we have any Italian listeners? That'd be pretty Please lit. tell me all the food that I should be eating. Yes. Because, <laughs> like, one of the one things that I need to do in my life is just eat everything in Italy at some point. One of the things I need to do in my life is just go to, like, every other country and, and just try all everything. the foods. That's, <laughs> yeah. Is it me? Or, like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, they're in the travel game for many different reasons. For me, food is the number one reason to travel. I kind of want to be, like... Andrew Zimmern, except not eating the gross things, but this just like trying. This is Senegal in a bite. <laughs> <laughs> this is there's this one commercial for uh, what is it called? Bizarre sh- foods. Bizarre foods. And right? if you don't know what, right? I think. I don't know. Whatever. It's basically just Andrew Zimmern. He's a food critic. He's traveling to all across the fucking world. I almost said United States. Yeah. Like, all over this town. <laughs> and he just eats all the food that's like, you know. Weird to us. Yeah. Native to wherever he is. And there's like this one part of the commercial where he's just like, he's something. He's like, this is literally all of Senegal in a bite. And I'm yeah. like, I've never heard someone be so extra. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I just, I just want to eat everything. Yeah. That's pretty much my goal. So why are you Beppo? I don't know. I'm just, I got my hair done. I'm in a good mood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I was having a lot of like stupid, weird aches and pains and sores all like weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm finally feeling better. Like what the fuck? My, honestly, my body needs to stop yeah. what it's doing. Uh, everybody's bodies just need to stop bringing issues to the yeah. forefront. Not going to lie. There's been a lot of like health things that have been concerning us in both of our lives right now. Plus like what's going on with your family right now. And like, yeah. can they just chill? It like, just needs to like, I, I don't want to get older. This is what's happening. I just want to have one day where I don't have to think I should go see a doctor. Like exactly. <laughs> it's like every day there's like a new <laughs> obstacle and I'm like, ah, this is so frustrating. God damn it. But it's usually just my anxiety. Yeah. That's usually. what I've learned. I've learned that I, because I'm so in tune with my body, I, anytime there's anything slightly different that happens, I'm like, okay, I have mm-hmm. to go to the hospital right yeah. now. It's really getting bad. <laughs> I've noticed that like, as we are getting older, like we're, we're both of us, we're getting like really in tune with our own bodies. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I know my body more than I ever have and I know when things are wrong oh yeah it's very it's because in college and high school I ignored every problem and that's why (laughs) like okay yesterday my tonsil was just like a tiny the tiniest bit more swollen on the right side than the left and this happens to you like every couple years yeah like literally flu season for me is just one of my tonsils being like all right, it's I'm time. <laughs> and it, it like gets super big and then it hurts and I can't swallow very well. It's annoying as fuck. 
But, like, in college, that would happen all the time. And it would be so bad and so painful. But I would mm-hmm. wait until, like, it got real fucking bad to the point where, like, I was having trouble breathing. And then I would go to the infirmary because I was like, money, man. Like, yeah. this shit's not cheap. It was so expensive to just get, like, basic antibiotics at the infirmary at school. <laughs> Yay, healthcare. <laughs> Do you remember that? Like, just remember you'd go in there and you're like, I'm dying. And they would literally be like, okay, we're charging you to give you just, like, some ibuprofen and cough drops. Yeah. That happened much. a lot. Yeah, and also the fact that it was only open from, like, 8 to 5, Monday through Friday, so you had to, like, You had travel. to go to the emergency room for everything. Yeah, you had to, like, if it was get after. somebody to take you to downtown Lancaster to go to the hospital. And there. none of us had cars. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't go to college with their car. Mm-hmm. I went there for some reason. I don't remember what. I had never been in the hospital more than when I was in college. And it was for minor ass shit that would normally get solved by like just going to the regular doctor slash infirmary. (sighs) Yeah. I don't fucking miss that. But right now, like my tonsil is fine. It's (laughs) it's literally fine. I killed it immediately. But in college, I didn't have time to fucking gargle salt water. Too busy reading up on Shakespeare. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we didn't even have like place to get hot water. You know what I mean? Like, where am I getting salt? I'd have to go to the fucking like galley oh my God, just gargle, <laughs> and get some like, salt ramen. packets. Yeah, <laughs> let me do that. Fuck. Yeah. All right. So the uh, the coffee aspect of the show, uh, we have Cherry Street Coffee because mm-hmm. we walked back from the uh, old hair salon. And yeah. Got my coffee on my way. I was like falling asleep in the fucking chair today because mm. my appointment was at eleven a.m., which is not even early, but yeah. it's the earliest I've ever gotten my hair done. I think in my entire life. Interesting. It was nice, though, because when you're doing this whole, like, bleach situation... And you're there for a couple hours. Like, I like it. This is why I don't have, like, fucking eyelash extensions, because that's, like, that's even more. You're there for, like, two hours, and you have to have your eyes closed, and you're, like, in the same position forever. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm so restless, and I'm such a, like... I don't know. I'd probably be asleep, though. It's just, like, you have to get that shit touched up too much, and, like, it takes so long. Yeah. At this point, my hair is at the point that I wanted it to be when I first went in fucking dark red. So, like, I don't even you care. <laughs> I have, like, another appointment to get it cut, like, in a month and a half. And then I'm going to be, like, golden. for Yeah. Like, literally golden. <laughs> but, yeah, we just have some lattes. You have, like, what? Cold brew? Yeah, I have a cold brew. I just wanted the nice cold drink. Yo, Lindsay, Lindsay Hughes, she was saying that the cold brew at Starbucks, which I don't know if I've tried. I think I've had it, like, once. She says it's, like so fucking caffeinated that like she was all over the place like she was like bouncing off everything it probably is they probably manufacture it that way (laughs) that'd be fucked up they breed it yeah sorry i'm gonna take the sleeve off this cup so i don't fuck it up the whole time so Um, what's the uh, coffee fact yeah so last episode we were talking about some of the things i found a list of like what you should look for and store-bought coffee to, like, signify if it's good or not. Right. Grocery store hacks. Yeah. The and tea so, on the grocery store coffee. I'm going to just read some more of those things that they say. I'm do, finding uh, it very fascinating It myself. is really fascinating because now I just feel like all my decisions are shit. <laughs> I love it when I read anything and then I realize I'm making horrible decisions. I wonder when, or I love it when I have information. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's pretty Knowledge. Great. It's powerful. <laughs> anyway. All right. So the next one that it has here is roast levels. Most specialty coffee roasters don't talk about roast levels in terms of light, medium, and dark. Rather, they speak in syn- synthetic 
flourishes. What talking right. about darker roasts in terms of earthy and chocolatey? Oh, if you okay. don't see like flavor profile, if you don't see a few flavor adjectives, chances are the people behind the beans aren't thinking of those terms, which is a bad sign. Yeah, which means it's shit. So like when, I mean, I don't ca- I don't consider a house blend descriptive adjective. Yeah, who like, is that? Some like some of the coffees you guys send us. They say like they have like different yeah. flavor profiles. Smoky, to it. earthy, citrus, floral. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, the, one of them said, like, grapefruit on it, I remember. Yeah. Like, so, definitely not Dunkin'. It so, just that's says what you're light looking medium. for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one is jars or cans. Glass jars tend to dehydrate coffee. Cans and plastic ones do the same. And they aren't environmentally conscious. They take way that's more true. carbon to manufacture and ship them. Clear, Unless you repurpose. Yes. <laughs> but, clear like, you bags, do that every time. Clear bags are a bad sign, too, as light is one of the primary enemies of the coffee bean. Ah. So the brown bag is the best The way cardboard, not the cardboard, but, like, the brown paper. Yeah. What about the, like, foily thing that everybody else does? It's kind of like a plastic with a foil finish. I'm sure that's probably not good yeah. either. I'm sure it's probably not, like, environmentally conscious to produce that either. I just realized we get, right now, we kind of get cans. Yeah, that's what Trader Joe's does for most of their coffees. That sucks. I mean, we've made things out of them, but, like, not all of them. You're not going to get a paper bag unless you actually go to, like... A real coffee place. A real roaster, yeah. We should order some from... What was our coffee place that I always forget the name of? Oh, man, the one that's in Oregon. Yeah, that Rebecca Uh, got us onto. Coffee plant roasters. Yeah. We should order some of that online when we get paid. Yo. That <laughs> Just like one bag. The Ethiopian blend. Oh, <laughs> it's yes. so good. Maybe we'll even bust out the French press. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, the next one is gigantic amounts of coffee. Unless you're caffeinating an army. Soldiers. <laughs> unless you're caffeinating an army, two pounds of coffee is too much to buy at once. It'll get worse with age, and most reputable roasters won't want their products sitting on the shelf for more than a couple weeks. See, that's why when we do our little mixed salad of coffee from yeah. all of you guys, that's <laughs> why we shouldn't do that. Because some of the coffee's like from our old apartment. Guys, God, we drank pumpkin spice the other day. That is definitely... From but, you know, fall. pumpkin spice, I can make an exception for oh, that shit. Oh, Steph sent me a picture that Starbucks has, like, pumpkin spice K-cups at grocery stores right now. Yeah, yeah, So it's yeah. starting. Rustlings it are happening. starting. I think people got sent K-cups, too, and I'm sad that I didn't, even though I don't have what? a Keurig. <gasps> oh, my people God, are taking Chris, pictures you got of, like, fucking shaded by the PSL army. Yeah, I know. I'm really upset about that. That's Sad. Guys, come on. I'm here. I just am so I'm really excited for fall though. I mean I've I've been basically wearing fall clothes the last like week because it's been like moderately chilly here. <sighs> I'm so excited. It's supposed to rain like the next couple days. It's like getting back into that fall feeling and then yeah. it's gonna be like in the low seventies. I'm like I'm, so, I'm exci- so ready for it. It was like fifty six the other morning and I was like amazing. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> this is what I need. And I can't wait to see with our view because we actually have some trees. Oh my god, it's gonna I be cannot so wait. pretty. Because all we had at Balfour was like this, like there was like this one tree that wasn't quite a tree so much as it was a chopstick with arms. <laughs> it was like this like skinny ass thing with like the shittiest little branches and it barely had any yeah. leaves on it. And I would look at that and I'd be like, wow, fall. <laughs> I can't wait to see like the bushel we really the have. The foliage. Yes. It's gonna be exciting. The next tip you're gonna scream about. Oh no. <laughs> Buzzwords. Oh. <laughs> Natural, pure, and eco-friendly sound great, but don't carry much real weight. 
that was a fucking rhyme. Okay, true. All times you see natural honestly doesn't mean shit. Yeah. Look for a USDA organic certification or fair yep. trade certification sticker. This is part a particularly fuzzy line because there are a lot of great copies without these certifications, but be cautious if they're hiding behind overly flowerly mm. language. I would like to know a brand that is good that doesn't have the organic label. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Who were they talking about? They're not giving me enough info. Yeah, I know. They're right. being really subtle about it. Is there one more? Uh, there's three more. I could save them for later. Oh, okay. Cool. We'll do it next time. Yeah, we'll do some more next time. Yo. We're learning every day. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can always submit us a fact if you find one on the internet or something, or you just know shit. <laughs> yeah. If you knowledgeable-ass people out there. Yeah. Do we actually have anyone listening to this that knows anything about coffee? A roaster? Any Yo, roasters out there? I know that we've talked about getting, you know, random people that have either been on Food Network shows, have their shows, have, com- like, been on HGTV for House yeah, Hunters. something like that. I would love to interview any of those people. However, wouldn't it be cool to interview someone that's related to coffee? We just want to interview people <laughs> In from field. all walks of life. We you know like what I'm it. saying? Because, I mean, I'm not, not that I feel like our jobs are boring. I mean, I've just been doing mine for so many years now that I feel like... I like learning about what other people are doing. Yeah. Because it's, my job is like, it's very isolating, let's be honest. I'm like home. Yeah. You know, I film by myself usually. Like, yes, there's community events, but like they're a couple times a year. Most days. Most days it's like, yo, just me and my computer (laughs) and my phone. (laughs) My job right now is just very niche. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just. Plus, aren't you like a small team too? Yeah, I'm a really small team. Yeah. So you want to get a big team? Yeah. Are you good at team uh, work, like group work? Yeah, like I think I am too. And I'm just like I'm that person that was always in the group that like got I, it all done. Yeah, I did Me. a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't trust. See, in it's college, it's really like a bad thing because like it's trust for both of us. <laughs> I, yeah, it's just like I can't trust anyone to put in the effort. If my grade is on the line or something, and, like, yeah. a job, obviously, like, you know, your career could be yeah, on exactly. the line. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to, like, make sure that shit's done because it's my job on the line. <laughs> I remember we had this one one of my comm classes that was probably the hardest, but I think the most valuable class that I took mm-hmm. was group communication. Oh, And yes. so already you're like, wow, that sounds like my fucking nightmare, That's right? That's, like very descriptive the like whole class <laughs> is literally group work okay and the whole point is to teach you it's a very important part of communication in my opinion yeah. like getting shit done in a group and having to deal with people that have different thoughts and opinions on you and mm-hmm. but it really taught me like how to work in a fucking group because we had this big project where we were working for a charity we got to like pick a charity and we were supposed to like raise money and mm-hmm. ours was dream come true which is like basically what's the one um make a wish oh, it's kind of like that but it was like PA it was like bethlehem actually oh wow <laughs> and so we went there one day and then we like took a bunch of the kids out for lunch and stuff and like we raised i made a youtube video about it. if you've been following me long enough then i raised like a thousand dollars like That's via nuts. youtube which was crazy um, cause I definitely didn't have like that many subscribers. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. It was pretty early on. But like there was, I remember there was one girl in the group, like there was me and like 
three other dudes and then this one girl and the girl just like never came to anything. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. And like wouldn't come to group meetings, but like when she would come, she would like try to change everything. We're like, girl, you have not even been here. (laughs) Like, No. And she didn't even come to the day that we took the families and the kids out to lunch and like took them around the campus and stuff. Like she didn't come that day. I was like, this is literally like the fucking biggest project the of the year. end of the project. The like, whole grade. I mean, we had all these quizzes that were like, you know, you know, fucking Schreiber's tests. Yeah. They were hard. But it was like, and you took the tests in a group. Oh. That was the hard part. So, you t- and that sounds like it's easy, but it's not, okay? Because if you have a discrepancy, it's like, mm. Yeah, because you all had to choose the same answer at mm. the end. That was the whole point of the test. And so you'd be taking these big tests, and if you're not studying and you're not, like, putting in the work the whole semester, you're letting down your team, basically. Yeah. And so, obviously, that girl that was never there did that. (laughs) And, like, taking tests in a group was fucking weird. It was really weird. Because, like, I – the way that I take a test and the way that I think about – multiple choice answers it might be different from another person yeah and that's the point of it is to like yeah <laughs> like everyone was like holy shit we had to do so much i never had more time spent with i like throughout my college career i rarely participated in like study groups i just was like a solo studier yeah. maybe someone that had the same I class just get as more me. distracted in that kind of situation but yeah, that's like, just me personally i like to be in my room when yeah. i'm studying i have to be at home but, in an environment that I can control. Yeah, and, like, people were disrespectful at yeah. Millersville. I mean, I'm sure in most colleges, like, in library and stuff. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, our library was fucking closed for, like, half of our time at school. We literally only had access to an online library for, like, the first three years of our college career. Yeah. And then <laughs> senior year, we got access to a library, and they just put, like, one big-ass Starbucks in there. Yep. <laughs> Which would I would have been working there if I hadn't quit already. Mm-hmm. That would have been a nice Starbucks to work at, though hella busy. Very. I remember very visiting busy. and seeing my boss, and I was like, "Damn, it's too much." But yeah, I never did so much group work in my fucking life. Yeah. I don't miss that part. Yeah, I'm doing that like every day at work, and I have to like be assertive, mm-hmm. and like I have my thoughts, and then people have other thoughts, and I think they're not right, and so I have to be like, no, I think this is the way we should do this, and like sometimes it's my bosses and stuff like that, and so... That was the part that I wasn't good at, the, the saying my opinion without yeah. wanting to offend anyone, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. But it would be like, we had this big essay we had to write for this, and I was like... I'm going to fucking write it. Like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm just doing it. And they were like... I'm the previous English major. (laughs) I remember that they were okay with it. And then there was this one kid, you know who I'm talking about. And he... I remember they were, like, proofreading my essay. And he wanted me to, like, change things. He was, like, upset anytime I used a contraction. Oh and I God. was like, okay, like I, this is obviously a collegiate paper, but you, there are some times where you're going to use a contraction and the fucking full two words is going to sound weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, like, like just the way English is spoken now. Like sometimes you don't say do not every time. Could not do not. Yeah. It's just, it especially is. if you want your sentences to be different. It wasn't like I was only using contractions, but I remember he was just doing that. I was like, he's just looking for like ways to edit this and he doesn't know shit. So he's just. Yeah. Being like, let's make it even longer. And, like, of course it was, like, the right length, you know? I use do not when I really want to emphasize the not part of it. Yeah. And when it's, like, a formal thing. And that paper wasn't supposed to be, like, hella formal either. Yeah. But. It's all about the group work. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, my God. 
that's one thing. I mean, collabing, you do that. <laughs> Collabs are technically group work. Yeah, they are. Because, I mean, you got, like, sometimes you do a collab with somebody and you think it's, like, going to go one way and it goes the other way. I mean, people's filming styles are different. Yeah. And... I feel like I'm very, you know, in my videos, I'm very improv. Yeah, all, like, all of the stuff that we do is pretty Mostly improv. unplanned, roughly, roughly planned. I don't know what I'm going to say, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, the... <laughs> The videos, the podcast, like we have ideas. I know, like, other podcasts will shoot multiple times and, like, kind of have more of a script to them. And, like, okay, I, yeah, I don't know. I can't do that. No, I can't do that. There's no way because I can't perform in that way where it's going to sound authentic. That's why I never went, I never continued with theater. Yeah. I liked improv and skits because skits are, you know, at least I'm being funny. Basically, we like to talk out of our ass, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like some people in their videos, you know, like they they don't shoot videos like that at all, and so it's like it's interesting to make yeah. a video together, or like you've never even met the person, and like the day that you meet them, then you get to film a video together. Yeah. No shade to anybody that like uses a script or anything like that. Like, no, no, it's just no. different from what I do. I and like the script. I mean, let's be honest, scripted videos sound really good. Yeah. Like, they're very concise. They're usually under, like, six minutes because they actually can stick to a fucking time. They have planned the words. I so envy people that have, like, that kind of production in their videos because it's definitely very well thought out. But I just, I can't operate that way. I can't. Yeah. No, no, no. Because it won't sound good. It'll sound really weird. Yeah, same for me. Like, I will just, like, I will sound robotic. I know. (laughs) We both suck at it. Like, that's how I feel when I'm on the phone, and it's like, I have to not be, I have to be professional. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel on a phone. (laughs) I don't know what to say. But anyway. So, let's talk a little bit about uh, Harry Potter. Yes. The cursed, the cursed Voldemort. Yes. So, I mean, I'm just going to say right now, I, I don't know if anything I'm going to say is spoilerish or not, but if you want to be, like, extra careful, I'm going to put the timestamps in the description so you can figure out where the fuck to, like, Skip. start back up to. But, like... You're trying you, to keep it spoiler-free, but... Trying even, to keep it spoiler-free, but, like, some of the things I might say might allude to things. So, like, yeah. just, like, if you don't want to know anything at all about the cursed child, then don't listen to this part and go to the time that's in the description. Yeah, plus, like... Sometimes it's annoying when you hear someone else's opinion before you've done it. Yes, which is... What you wanted to talk about. Yeah, exactly, which is what I wanted to talk about. And everybody is totally justified in having their own opinion about anything whatsoever. Yeah. But I have to say... It's been overwhelmingly negative. It has been overwhelmingly negative how the reception of The Cursed Child is. And, like, I was getting real bummed because my book was coming, like, a day or two after it released. And, you know, it's a short thing, so everybody was finishing it up on the first day. Yeah. Even if it was long, people would have finished it up on the first day. Exactly. But people were just, like, really negative about it. And then I read it... I was shocked. I've never seen a Harry Potter thing be received... So negatively. I'm sure, like... I if mean, you the, get the, off social media, the people that are just buying the book, I don't know. I feel like maybe the it's seventh different. movie was not received well because that was like just Harry Is Potter that the camping. camping one? Yeah, because that one was not received too well. But like, I still enjoyed it anyway. Whatever. Yeah, and same with the sixth movie too. What's the sixth movie? Uh, that's uh, the one where Dumbledore dies. Ah, gotcha. Yes, the half blood. How twist. do they not like that? I mean, that's one hell of a twist. I don't know. <laughs> I, I enjoy. I enjoyed them all, but I mean. Whatever, so... That's fine. Chris is just like, I'm a nerd, a Harry Potter fan. I am a Harry Potter fan, and, like, The Cursed Child is 
probably my least favorite book out of the entire series. Yeah. It's definitely true. Like, it's not like you can't be fucking critical of it, but, like... Yeah, but I still really enjoyed it. Like, I'll put all one through seven above that, but it's still good in my mind. And I don't think people expected it to be a play when they How? got it. Like, plays are so different in that you can't really set a scene too much. You have to see there. You like you have to see it. They didn't have get... the part of the play in the play notes where it show, it describes the set? No, it didn't. And the placement? Well, very little bit. It would say, like, the setting, like, we're in the room. Oh, okay. Really, but, like, there's not a description of, like, the set pieces or anything like that. Because sometimes, like, the plays that I was in, like, it would have little blurbs you know, paragraph where it would describe the set and where the blocking of the people were, like where oh, they were placed. Like, so, like it would do that with people, like if people were in the foreground or yeah. the background, stuff like that, you know, it would describe that, but it like wasn't very descriptive about okay. it. And so, I mean, a lot of it is dialogue. But honestly, most people like dialogue out of like novels. I mean, I like the flowery shit too, yeah. but like. You don't get people's thoughts. Like, really? Uh, okay. you, don't, you don't get that unless they do, like, like a narration, a monologue. monologue kind of thing. So, like, I don't think a lot of people were expecting that. And so the story was, like, a very, like, shorter, more concise story. Right. And you can't get, like, the whole atmosphere that you got in a book. But, like, I still got it because, like, I've read them all. And so I kind of know where we are and what's going on. Right. And I think people were just jumping on the bandwagon. I was seeing a lot of people just being like, it's just fan fiction. And, like, I just, I feel like people were just trying to get retweets at that point. Yeah. I think, like, there were some decisions that were made that were just, like, super convenient and could be seen as, like, written in fan fiction. But okay. I think the most fan fiction-y thing that's ever happened in a Harry Potter book was the names of the children. Oh, like, God. Albus Severus and James Sirius and Lily Luna. Like, it's that's like just, like... Renesme. <laughs> yeah, Renesme. That's just, like... Like, everyone dragged Stephanie Meyer for that. <laughs> and then the, the eighth so book horrible. came out. Wait, didn't... I guess, did Breaking Dawn come out before or after Harry Potter's last book? I don't remember. I, I have to feel like Breaking Dawn came out before... I feel like that. it did, because then when that happened, it was just like, It was like, oh my god, Renesme Why do we again? keep ending these big series with really shitty mashup names? Does, like... Allegiant end with like her naming like her child after her mom. Doesn't or something she like that. die? I, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I just if that's a spoiler, I didn't know if it was true and I haven't seen it or watched. What's Katniss's child's name in the Hunger Games? You know, <laughs> I don't even think they named it. They were probably just like, okay, that's bread. <laughs> that's bread, and that's um. I don't know, coal. Oh my fucking <laughs> Charcoal. god. Yeah. So, I mean, I really enjoyed Harry Potter. I think that some of the characters that developed flaws in this book that didn't have them before were perfectly sensical, and it's okay for certain characters to have flaws. Oh, okay. I know what you're alluding to. Yeah. You know, one of the typical characters. <laughs> I am so disgusting that, like, okay, Chris didn't even get his book yet. And I don't even read these, but yet I just wanted to know, you know? This is something that, like... That's like like you reading reviews about Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I do that, too. (laughs) I keep up with the plot, even though I don't watch it, because I just kind of need to know, like, who's alive. Yeah. And so I read, like, basically it was, like, everything you need to know. (laughs) And I I learned the whole plot in, like, an hour. Mm -hmm. And then you were like, okay, I can't wait to read it. And I, like, was like, oh, shit, I know know too much. (laughs) And, like, I felt really uncomfortable, like, knowing, like, everything. And then you finally finished. I was like, cool, we could talk about it. But and I think, like, just from what I read that the plot was about, it looked like it would be, like, 
it was a, it was a fun adventure yeah. and like a cute throwback nostalgic yeah it is and like go like you get to go back to times that were in the original series and like yeah it's about time travel and i'm a little bit more lenient on the mechanics of that time traveling than most people are oh yeah like wasn't there like a conflict that like didn't like just like a specification that didn't happen in the I'll original story. I'll have to reread story. the third book again to see how they described it, but I thought I interpreted the time turner as something different than what everybody else has. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just I'm gonna, I'm calling for a Harry Potter reread. Yeah. I I'm already want to do it. it as soon as we get the books. Yeah, because I mean, the they're in fucking collections for a hardcover, which I don't want paperback, but I hardcovers know. are still like a hundred and some odd dollars. Like, so I just because need they mine. know people are going to still fucking buy them. Yeah, especially now with the Cursed Child. Out yeah, there. and they got you know every year there's just kids being like, I'm going to read this now. Yep. It's what you're going to read. So that's my thoughts. Cool. Um, yeah. I have really enjoyed it. I highly recommend if you're a fan that you read it and form your own opinions about yeah. it. I just think you got to do that with everything, like yeah. movies, TV. Like I'll see people that are like, "Oh, season blank is so annoying." On blah, blah blah, and then I just you know it might be true, but like I can't keep that in mind when I'm watching it, or else I'm just gonna be like, "Yeah, this season I hear is like the worst season of the show." So like, the only know? thing that you can take that to heart with is season eight of Dexter. Yes, Please don't. <laughs> just, d- the we are being serious when we talk about Dexter. Actually, seasons five through eight, you can just stop at four. You're skeptical. good. <laughs> I'm skeptical of them. Um, <laughs> there are some that are better. There's good gems in there, but overall, stop at four. Yeah, I mean, seven. Honestly, don't start. Seven was just, okay, I think. But what was seven? Seven is like where, like, six ends with Deb walking in on Dexter. Oh, okay. And then it's all about... Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, but then they pull that incest plot. Yeah, and that's weird. And that's it's just well, like, then they just didn't need to do just, that. Just don't invest your time in it because you're just going to have your heart broken. <laughs> I know that he was adopted, right? Or she was? It's, there is an adoption that is... Someone. They're not blood related. So, yeah. So, there's that. But it's like they have them from season one through six, like, super hardcore siblings. Like, they are, like, fucking brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, boom, it happens. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like the What I, other show did that? Because they like to do... A lot of shows shit. do that. I mean, that's what the plot I mean, of The Fosters yeah, is. Yeah, The Fosters is the No plot. one ships that, right? Like, I don't. I certainly think any scene with Brandon in it is unwatchable. I just don't like Brandon. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> God. But, like, a lot of shows will just take a risk where they have, like, a really weird incest plot. And I'm like, yeah. why do they do this? There has to be more. Right? Yeah, I'm sure Game of Thrones has done. Oh, yeah. But, like, it's different when it's, like, fucking royalty and shit because they always do that kind of crap. Oh. Is that the dog? Every time we record, <laughs> he d- he's like less obnoxious. He did and we never scream catch it. when you were at the hair place. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> did you laugh out loud? Yeah, I did. Uh, did it, you LOL? It scared me, and then I was like, oh, that's just him. That's <laughs> just Chauncey. I like to think his name is Chauncey. I would love to think that. There's got to be a chance that that's his name. 
So you got some dirt on Seattle while you oh, were getting yeah. your hair done. <laughs> I, how the fuck did we not know that they're filming the real world in Seattle? Well, first of all, the real world still exists. That's what I said. <laughs> so I go to um, Bang in Seattle to get my hair done, and my stylist is Alexander Scott. You should just go and see him if you want your hair done really well. But he was telling me about the real world being shot in, like, Capitol Hill. Which, if you don't live in Seattle or know anything about it, basically, like, Capitol Hill was basically, like, not a great neighborhood, as you would say or whatever, like, you know? And then then it got gentrified, and basically... All the people that could, that lived there before, can't afford to live there now. You know, classic yeah. thing. And there's a lot of, like, small businesses there, basically. Yes. It's all, like, locally owned shit. And so the show is being shot in Capitol Hill, and they're, like, in a bougie-ass apartment complex, you know? Yeah, one of the new ones that... And they're going to all the businesses, and they have to give, like, forms, you know, paperwork that they have to sign to allow yeah. to film there. Yes. yep. And so Bang was one of them. And they, of course, denied it because the paper was, like, ridiculous. Like, it, they were telling them that they could use the brand name or they could change it. They could alter the logo. They could say anything they wanted about the fucking place. They could stage any kind of thing to happen inside. And they would just, be, like, have to let it happen if they signed it. Like, I know those shows are <laughs> fake as fuck, but, like... They, they could have they had something, like, really annoying happen, and, like, it could, you know... Tarnish ruin your customers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the, the owner of Bang, like, wrote this big, long letter on, like, the Capitol Hill blog, which is, like, really interesting. Maybe I'll tweet it. Oh, yeah. And, like, she basically was just kind of like, fuck you, because <laughs> there's, like, so much shit happening, like, politically in Capitol Hill, but in Seattle in general. And, like, she was saying, you know, like, the show's just going to focus on them, like, stumbling out of bars, but, like, they could say something about, like, the fact that most people that used to live here for, like, billions of years can't live here anymore, mm-hmm. and, like, just all the different political movements that are happening in this area, because it's a very, like, LGBT, like, young area now, and, yeah. like, I, there's still a lot of, like, activism happening in Capitol Hill, mm-hmm. but, yeah. So I didn't know that they were filming here, though. I didn't even hear about this. I'm just shocked that... I didn't even know that Big Brother was still on, too. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started. I know. I know. But like, I don't, I've don't. i never seen an episode of Big Brother. I have. I but thought. But that was, like, so fucking long ago. I did not even know. This is what happens when you don't have cable. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what on. the fuck's happening. Everybody's, like, everybody's say, I don't. I couldn't tell you who The Bachelorette was. And what any of their names are. You Yo, know what I mean? Like, what I has happened that, like, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, like, over the past couple of years have gotten really popular? Yeah, like, like really, what? like, the last, like, two years, that's all I've been hearing about. Yeah. But. Weird. Anyway. What the fuck was I saying? Uh, we were talking about Big Brother. Oh, fucking Big Brother. <laughs> so, I guess Big Brother UK. Yes. Or is that the original? Honestly, I don't know I which don't one's know. the original, but like, <laughs> I used to watch the US one. Like, Who's I saw some say? episodes of that. Um, so I guess they did like a celebrity one or something or like a, a gay celebrity one. I don't know. I think or it's just they a just had some gays. One. I don't yeah. know. But apparently there's this guy in the UK name all I know is Biggins. I don't even know the rest <laughs> of his name and I don't give a fuck and to learn. And he's causing it. some big problems. Yeah. <laughs> um he's apparently like a really popular gay celebrity in the UK from what I read online, so who knows. And he was saying some really harsh things about bisexuals on Typical. the thing on Big Brother, God. and they fucking kicked him off. 
and they, like they got him out of the house. Well, I mean, that's I thought reassuring. that was wild and awesome because like, do they do that? Do how? What do you have to do to get people to kick you out of the house? I don't remember how the show fucking works. Functions, yeah, me neither. Like the only kind of show where like people are in a house that I really watched was America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. Be- that's just, like, the one to watch, you know? I did watch a little bit of Real Word. Real Word. <laughs> Real Word. And The Gauntlet. And I'm, all those, like, competition shows. Like, And it was just, like, them having sex with, like, yeah, the black yeah. light. <laughs> yeah, what the Why fuck? would they film that shit, too? What the fuck? Anyway. Television's weird, man. It is. Would you ever be on reality TV no, if you were prompted? No. Are you saying I mean, that? like... Food Network reality TV, yes. yes. HGTV reality, yeah, yes. yes. Those two channels are the exceptions to that rule. Remember Otherwise, when TLC no. wanted to film a reality show about beauty vloggers, and I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they emailed me, and I was like, mm-hmm. and then nah, literally like TLC. a <laughs> I know the learn. We dragged them in the salon today too. Oh the Learning God. Channel, and then literally like a week later, the Duggar thing came out with him like having uh, sex. Oh, there's more incest. <laughs> there you go. It all comes together here, guys. Folgers. <laughs> Good morning. Um, so the big brother thing. Yeah. So he said some really, uh, I didn't read what he said cause I knew it was going to be really upsetting, but I got the highlights. And one of the things that he said was that bisexuals are, you know, responsible for the spread of AIDS, which I thought was really charming and <laughs> just, just like a wonderful thing to say, I guess. God, fantastic. Um, and that's coming from a gay person. And that's what I wanted to talk about for a moment because like, I'll be honest, 90% of the biphobic shit that I have gotten has been from people that are gay. Like, and that's not straight. <laughs> blows Kills my mind. me. And it's ten times more hurtful because it's like you're so misunderstood in a community that fucking gets it but just, like, has one tiny little, like, difference than you. Yeah. Like, it should not matter that you're attracted to, like, a few types of people, yeah. right? Like, just like you could be attracted to a few types of men, I don't know. Like, like it's where just is this very mentality fucked. that like you have to be like one, one gender with an, one other gender and you cannot stray away from that? And like, if you do, you're untrustworthy and apparently like just like horrible things, you know? Yeah. Um, and so what it's raised was a lot of people being like, oh, freedom of speech. Like he should stay in the house because he has a right to his own opinion and blah, 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 whatever. Uh, I'm glad he got kicked off, honestly. He has the right to his own opinion, but we don't have to stick around to hear it. Yeah. He doesn't have to be there. And, you know, people are like, biphobia doesn't even exist. I'm like, this is clearly, like, a, a really good example of it. Yeah. And it's honestly, like, a lot nastier in the gay community, the biphobia. I'll be yeah. honest. Because a lot of the straight people, they just don't understand. I was going to say, like, it's not a, not really an excuse, but, like, they haven't had the experience of, like not being understood in that way. Yeah. So And having their sexuality questioned. Yeah. Yeah, that's the part. I'm like, you have you know what it's like to be in the closet, to have to hide it, to have to act differently, to not date who you want to date, to, you know, just all that goes into that and also the judgment. Yeah. And yeah. It's just like you'd think it'd be a no-brainer. People that have had to hide in the closet or whatever, like, forcing other people to do that. I don't know. Maybe they didn't have to hide. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe at that point they didn't. But, I, I mean, it's just still. Yeah. 
Because, like, all, it, that's exactly how, my, from my experience, like, the the stuff that I get from straight people is more of, like, the, uh, the stuff that's definitely biphobic, but it's just kind of, like, shitty but not such an attack on my sexuality. It's more like, oh, threesome? You know, it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, right. Or, like, oh, you're just into polyamory or, oh, you're, you know... You're I don't know. Wild, you know. Oh, so you picked boys right now? You know, oh like my God, those yeah. are like just, that's just ignorance. This is like they know, but they're uh, there are literally people in the gay community that believe that we don't exist and that we're like just shitty people because we get to like ride on the backs of the gay community, but we're really just straight. Like I that or you're confused part, and you're trying to pick a side. Yeah, like. or you're like be, you know because like they've had one experience with one bisexual that like must have cheated or something, and so they're like, oh, you're all fucking like cheaters and untrustworthy. Like that's the one thing that I get the most is like I feel like when you say you're bisexual to someone that does feel this way, it's like just they don't trust you, and I hate that. They it's have like, to learn the about fuck? you, the person. They can't just yeah. make an overarching stereotypical judgment. Huh. Like, I could say that about anyone that's turned me off to any group. You know what I mean? But, like, you gotta fucking get to know the individual. We can't just, like, go through life just making, like, making every situation, like, polarizing things. I know. I think of, like, politics, like, Republicans and Democrats. Like, we polarize it so much. You have to be one or the other one. Most people are, like, in the middle. Yeah, in between. So, like, it's the same thing. You don't have to be straight or gay or lesbian like you can you know be in the middle yeah i just don't understand why in like the bisexual and pansexual community we are all like just so oh like you're aromantic oh you're biromantic oh like we just have we're like oh cool like whatever whatever type whatever genre whatever (laughs) flavor you are like cool that's great like i knew someone you know and i feel like as you get outside of that community it gets a little bit more like your sexual history like marks you and like a lot of slut shaming is going into that. Yeah. Like I, you know, the one thing that I hate the term is like the whole gold star lesbian thing. Like as if that like, one blows my, that mind. one kills me. And it's how I felt judged by some gay women because I've been with men. And so that to them is like, not everyone, of course, but like the people that do the whole, like, Oh, they say the whole gold star thing. Like it's a badge of honor. It's like some people, you know, had sex with men and then realized they wanted to be with women. Like, yeah. does that or make them dirty? they were in dirty? situations where they, like, didn't really have the choice. Yeah, or know? they were still, like, hiding. hiding. Like, yeah. there's so many factors. And also, does it really make this person less of a person or less of a gay just because they've had sex with someone that they wouldn't have sex with probably now? Like, that's just, that's such a, that's like slut-shaming and, like, Degrading at the same time. I mean, that is what it's like. Yeah, but like but it's just like, like so dehumanizing of a person just because they've like had an experience with a man. Like I just hate that, and I've always hated that, and that's how I feel like a, a lot of people feel about bisexuals because we've been with both. So it's like on both sides, we're like, ew. It's like what? I would never. What is like like, so dirty about one side or the other? Like, you know, that's just like, that's really polarized way of thinking. And I really hate it. Like, I don't, I don't think that at all. I, I, I just feel like it's just slut shaming, but in a different fucking disguise. People have had their own journeys to get to where the fuck they are. Sexual history does not define who you are as a person. Okay. Like, let's just get that out there. And that's what it is. And like, 
it's not any different. But why don't we stop worrying about what other people have done in their lives? You know, I know. I mean, that's the fucking key to everything. <laughs> yeah. Stop worrying about other people. Yes. At least, like, in a bad way. Like, yeah, you can yeah. worry and be concerned. Yes. Um, but don't be a judgmental Worry about shit. their preferences. Yeah. Like, just don't, just don't worry. Just, just don't just do don't it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Should we do some questions? All right. So I'm going to go to Patreon first. Uh, it's patreon.com slash coffeewithcrachel if you want to find out more information about how to help support the show. And let's see. We have one question here today. And it's from Elizabeth, and it's, Since the Summer Olympics began in Rio this weekend, hypothetically, what event will you guys and the Chunks compete in? <laughs> I looked Ooh. up a list of what the summer sports are, if you want to see that. Because honestly, I, I'm i more of a winter kind of gal, so yeah. I don't really know all of them. Did you see there's a shooting one? Yeah, there is. And I mean, U.S. We didn't win. Wait, what? Yeah. I thought we did. No, we didn't. Maybe we did. I think we did. I think I thought that was the first gold of the event, and we won. Are you that. kidding me? Our first gold was in shooting. It was like air rifle or something like that. Are you know. kidding? <laughs> okay, someone educate me on this. I need to look this up. All right. So this just shows like fun pictures with like the events, and like based off the pictures, I'm gonna have to say Lyle would do judo because what it looks the fuck like is that? some sort of like martial arts, like wrestling kind of thing. Oh, or she does like that. have to wrestle. Yeah, she does that. Um, looking at this, squeezy maybe fencing. Oh, you absolutely! Def- that, His like claw. Like a, yeah, that's, that's like what a, cats are doing all the time. A legal kind of thing, you know. True, that's an elegant sport. Yeah, he's like an equestrian. Oh my god! Do you think Squeezie Yo. was a horse girl growing up? Oh my god! Ooh, he wears sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wears like oh my god. Really, riding boots. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, Betty Draper. Oh fuck, Betty in the riding outfit. <laughs> now I'm really upset because bowling's not on this list, so I oh. don't know what the fuck I would do. Okay, I would be um, what's this fucking kayak? Uh, canoe slalom. That's me. Beautiful. Because I like the water, I have arms for days, and <laughs> I love being in a kayak. I'm going to say that I'm going to, I'm going to be sailing. Oh. You know? Wow, similar there's a, route. There's a lot of just like technical pulling of levers and shit like that. Yeah, so. Chris likes rope. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of his exactly. elements <laughs> of life. <laughs> All right. So uh, what other questions do we have? Best place to go out in Millersville, PA. Well, the cornfield. I don't <laughs> Jack's is a bar that I think everyone goes to, but we never went there. Yeah. Like we never went inside. No. <laughs> I don't no. know why. Um, first Friday in Lancaster is a thing that happens, and I mean, I guess it's interesting sometimes. Get a donut. Get a donut from the Fractured Prune. Go to a prune. fucking weird store. Yeah. Um, um, go to Rachel's Crepes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Uh, the Ale House. Oh, yeah. Wait. That requires vehicles. Oh. Well, I, I don't, you, you know, know, you know, there's not really a courts. <laughs> Please avoid that. Oh, probably, no. honestly, my real answer is probably wellness. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. Fuck. Um, will you guys be coming to LA area soon? I need to meet you. Emphasis on need. Um, hopefully. I really hope we can make it there there's sometime. There's a possibility we might be having to take an unexpected trip to PA for family reasons. Yes. Um... So we don't know. That yeah. was when we were going to go to L.A., so obviously that would probably not happen if that were to occur. Yeah. Um, so it's all up in the air. Yeah, we'll figure but that we out. But we want to. All right, so I have an email here. An email. Uh, this says, 
Hey, Chris, Rachel, and the Chunks heart. I just wanted to get some advice from Rachel about working from home. Mm-hmm. I have a very flexible job where I am I am able to work in the office or oftentimes from home. If there is something I need to get done during the day or just don't feel great, I can work from home and no questions asked. I live with my boyfriend of three years who works a construction job, so he works long hours and comes home sore most entire most days. He obviously doesn't have the luxury of choosing to stay home when he wants to. I often feel guilty about the flexibility of my job that I could do for my bed if need be. I I know he doesn't resent me for it and is always supportive, but I can't help but feel awful when I can stay home, but he has to do manual labor all day. Mm. Do you ever feel these feelings or guilt when Chris has to go to a quote unquote normal job? On top of this, I deal with bouts of depression. It's easy to choose to stay home and not shower or get dressed to do my job. How do you deal with this? Yo, I definitely feel a lot of guilt. Anytime Chris has had like a really rough day at work or like sometimes when you because you know Chris walks to work so if you have to walk to work and then afterwards you need to run errands and like you've just been walking so much and I just like feel really bad because I'm you know getting my work done when I need to get it done at my own you know leisure and it's just like I don't know, but I, I mean, my job's not a manual labor job. I am. It's just a little different at, yeah. at a desk because you're I basically do, doing what I'm doing. Yeah, but just at a office. place. Yeah, and I can sometimes work from home as well. Yeah, but it does like sometimes when I'm feeling really depressed, like I, you know, if I don't get dressed and I don't get out of the bed, like sometimes I will spend all morning replying to emails and taking phone calls from my fucking bed, and I know that's like. Not yeah, that's like healthy. the one thing they say to like really Don't battle that do. depression is to get dressed even if you're not going. Yeah, somewhere. because it makes you feel like you have a purpose. It just yeah. it's so simple and like depression, obviously, like you know, being un you know, like not wearing normal clothing or whatever, like wearing PJs, wearing nothing, you know, not showering. That's like totally what happens, and it's like you gotta. My thing is, I just have like a nice comfortable like I keep leggings and like a top out you yeah, know sometimes yeah. I'll bring out a sports bra if I feel like I really want to feel put together you know what <laughs> I mean? and just even having like some shoes on when I'm walking around makes me feel like that much more <laughs> of like a person uh-huh. because at any point I can leave yeah. you know and also that's another thing too taking breaks and actually going somewhere when you take your break because First of all, when you work from home and you make your own schedule, you don't yeah. want to take breaks because you're like, I could just be, I could either keep going or like you work for a little bit and then you take like way too long of a break. <laughs> you watch like a season of a show and then you get back to work. Like, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's something that would be, you know, easily done. I've mm-hmm. done it, you know, but what I like to do now is like when I see that it's getting to like lunchtime, I'm like, okay, this is when the rest of the world is going to subway i'm gonna not go to subway but i'm gonna go out to lunch (laughs) (laughs) you know sometimes i do usually it just consists of me getting a coffee but that alone makes me feel like hey i'm just your working girl out in the town with Mm -hmm. my coffee and that's something that you lack when you're in your own home (laughs) and i mean i don't resent you for oh i know like honestly my job's like not glam it's so fucking unstable like who would want this like (laughs) you know what i mean like it's not like you're like wow rachel has it so easy never knowing when she's getting paid (laughs) getting paid every like three months um yeah glamour (laughs) it's so cool um but you know YouTube is the way to the success. Um, 
Next question. <laughs> Have you guys done any traveling outside of Seattle since you lived here? I know you went to Mount Vernon to see the Tulip Festival, but have you been to the coast yet? I live in Everett, and I recommend a visit at TBH. We have great farmer's market on Sunday mornings. We've been to Everett. Yes. But and not to the coast. No. But I will look that up because, you know, I get sick of the Fremont Sunday market because yeah. it's the same every week. Yeah. And it's not like huge. Yeah. And I haven't been to the Ballard one yet, but I do hear that one's fun. That's where Rebecca goes. We should also check out. They have. But I would like to go Saturday, to this one. They have one that's kind of like kind of downtown. It's South Lake Union. Okay. So ah. I have one there. I forgot too. about that. Like by Portage Bay area. Yeah. But it's on Saturdays and I'm usually working. on Yeah. Those days, so, so am I. Okay. I love this. What would the Chunks teenage high school summer jobs be? And what would they do with the money they earned? Oh, my God. Okay, well, Lila would probably work at, like, a Froyo place. Totally. Definitely. <laughs> Dairy Queen, maybe. What is she doing with... She's, like, oh, uh, the money? Yeah, what is she doing with the money? Not saving for school. That's too practical. Yeah, no, she just likes to have a chunky good time. I mean, she's probably saving up for, like, toys. Yeah. Like new toys, like mm-hmm. the coolest toy on the block. Squeezy. Squeezy's part-time job would be like an unpaid internship at like a high-profile business. Yeah, and he's just slaving away but not getting any money. So but he's, he's got like top ramen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and all of his money goes to like saving up for, you know, his endeavors later in life where he develops an app that changes humanity. And yes. <laughs> we all know what Squeezy's future holds. We're just waiting. What if we find out that Squeezy made Pokemon Go? All those times that he has our iPad and we joke that he's after work answering his emails it's like true. he actually was i love looking at him when i speak about him <laughs> all right another email that we have hi chris and rachel i have a very important question for the podcast involving something very important near and dear to our hearts bread <laughs> backstory i moved from south jersey to northern california about three and a half years ago when i was 15 I really like the West Coast and everything it has to offer, but But one thing saddens me (laughs) beyond anything, the bread is just not the same. It's true. I feel like no matter where I go, unless it's a bougie restaurant in the city, all the bread bagels rolls are super soft. Bagels are just round rolls. There's no bite. Even sourdough is like white bread. It's upsetting. So my question is, how do the bread and even other foods in Seattle compare to back in PA? It's true. The bread bagel selection sucks. The density of the bite of the bagel. Every time you get a bagel and it's toasted, why is it soft? Yeah. Why? I want it to be firm. I have ingredients on this. An everything bagel on the West Coast is not the same as an everything bagel. It's not everything. It's not even some of what I need, you know? No, I, I agree. Even like the wheat bread is different. It's People don't know different. what the fuck pumpernickel bread is. There's a serious problem in Seattle. There is a pumpernickel shortage. And if you've never had pumpernickel and you've avoided it because you're like, what's that dark brown bread? Like, stop being a hater. Take a piece. Get it nice and toasted. A little Philadelphia on there. A little salmon. A little smoked salmon. Yeah. Just just die. Okay? I could really go for that. It's a simple little One snack. of simple nature's pleasures. You yes. Know? And I miss it. But you're right. That's a problem. <laughs> God damn it. Why? We have great fish on this coast. I know. But the bread is lackluster. Okay. What would the cat's favorite Snapchat filters be? Um, Squeezy is the one that just, like, blacks out your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and Lila 
Oh man, oh, what's God. the like? Oh, the puking one? rainbow one. You I mean, that's that? a little basic for her. I feel like, but it's also just like it's rainbows. Like I know, know, but like I feel like she's more the rainbow unicorn. That what pukes. if she's the flower crown? What if she's the one where you literally just become a big tomato and you're really round? Oh my god, yeah. She could also, like, do the dog one because she's, like... Just really cute and everyone likes her? Yeah, she's just like, I won't look at me, I'm a dog. (laughs) I love that. That's what I want. If you guys hear planes... They're still doing that jet. fucking Blue Angels are at it again. I, I, from my, like, last two years or whatever of living here, like, I feel like it only happened on one day. Am I just dumb? It's a whole thing. I don't know what's happening. I feel like <laughs> I was like walking home and I was like, damn, there's those jets again. And there they are. I don't mind it though, honestly. It's kind of like, it, of all the exciting things to happen, it's better than the Geico plane that flies over every day. Oh, uh, it's got some charm to it. I love that I've advertised <laughs> Geico from my bed without uh, even being online. If you and Chris went on your perfect vacation, where would you go and what would you do? Uh, my perfect vacation would be. It changes I, as I get older. I know. It literally, every moment, I'm like, okay, it's either a beach or a mountain, and it's no in-between. It's probably mountain. Yeah. Probably. Roaring fire, big-ass log cabin, no internet, cats can come with, and they already like the place. Yes. You know, and like, they're already acclimated to it. Mm-hmm. If, like, we have been getting back into Scrabble. Oh, I was such a slut for Scrabble growing up. And, like, we'd have board games and books. Oh, yeah. And stuff. And we would just have a great time. I just Squeezy would be able would to chew have, on the books, you know? <laughs> I would have no Wi-Fi, but I would have my iPad just so I could play Two Dots. <laughs> because that you don't need the internet for. You'd come back to all these updates. You I know. know. So many updates. They add, like, 600 <laughs> levels per year. Um, let's discuss Knobles. The people watching Capital of PA, the food... Oh, wait. This is more than one thing. I just got really confused. <laughs> All right. Knobles. Wow. What a place. It's a great amusement park. It's a good place to take an outside shower. Yeah. They were really actually not bad. Yeah, of all no. the outside showers I've experienced, we, there were no spiders. Yeah. I can't promise that there won't be one, though. <laughs> we had a camping spot that we had for multiple years that we had, like, reserved for every year. And it, you don't have to pay to get into the park, so you can just walk around, which is always nice. I love that. When you get PR packages, are you reaching out to the brand through your manager, or do they ask you? I have 65,000 subs, and I would love to get packages from high-end makeup skincare brands to snap them and review them like you do. Just need some advice. Okay. I mean, it's kind of like a combination of all of that. Yeah. Um, most of the PR that I get, I don't know why it's coming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say like 80% of it. It's, I think it's either like the network that I'm in gave them my mailing or, you know, they have it through my manager somehow. Like a contact that I didn't know existed happened. And then I yeah. get things in the mail. So most of it's just a fucking surprise. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, how did this happen? And then sometimes it's like, I mean, I don't really reach out because I'm like a turd. But that is a good way. It is. And I have. I'm not going to lie. Like I definitely have. And it, you know, if you do have like, you know, a following of some sort, like they're just, they want to get their name out there. So they'll fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um 
So, I mean, like, emailing a, you know, PR email, if you have the contact, would be cool. Um, But sometimes, you know, they do reach out to, like, my actual manager or, like, my network or whatever. And then they're like, hey, we're going to be, we have a new product coming out. Can you give us all of your creators, like, address? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like me. But, I mean, sometimes. Just just email, you know. What's the worst that happens? They say no or they just ignore it. Or they ignore it. Yeah, like, what's the worst thing that could happen, you know? Um, Who farts the loudest? Oh, depends who had the most vegetable. Chris, when he has broccoli, is like, you have to evacuate. (laughs) Um, I would say that I fart more, but... (laughs) I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. You know, the the decibel levels. I'm not sure who is higher. I don't know. It's like me when I blow my nose. My my blowing of my nose. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Minoy. Minoy, minoy. Mihoi, minoi. <laughs> How do you stay motivated to take care of your mental health? Um, well, going to therapy really <laughs> is like that's I. It's motivating me to like actually give a shit because I have to like show her that I'm progressing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I have to. I have to show my work. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, I mean, I do have some internal motivation aside from the times where I can't feel that way. But, like... Yeah, I mean, it's, like, comes and goes in waves as far as I know, right? Some days you just, like, don't have that motivation whatsoever. She's and, gone. And then it's just, like, you, on the times that you do have the motivation... Like, you, today was a real good mental health day. Yeah. Feeling motivated. You do shit on this day, and you try and get into cycles and patterns and schedules so that way on those other days you can like just say like i gotta do this because yeah. it's part of my schedule chris who is your favorite harry potter character holy shit okay first of all i can have an opinion i'm allowed <sighs> favorite <kidding>. character <laughs> mine was hedwig for a while <laughs> it is so lame to say snape but he is one of my favorite characters why is it lame just because everybody loves Snape. Because everybody says Snape's their favorite character. Oh, uh, I thought a lot of people said like Harry or Hagrid. No, a lot of people say Snape. If I had to be honest, though, like if I had to choose one character, I was saying Hedwig. But honestly, Hedwig is an honorable bird. Yeah, like definitely a good, charming fellow, and honestly, the most affecting. I cried. Mm-hmm. Okay, out of all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. give a fuck about Dobby. Honestly, <laughs> I thought it was Gollum. I thought they were doing a collab with Lord of the Rings for half the movie. <laughs> like, let's be real. But fuck. I, my other favorite character is Nagini. Mm. So clearly, I'm a fan of the animals of yes. Harry Potter. Not I that would... spider though. I'm always going to say Peeves, too. He wasn't in the movies. Oh, no. I don't know him. I named my iPod after him. <laughs> well, that's when you fucking <laughs> that's know. That's when you know. Like, now, like... Mine's I, named Alaska, honestly. I don't... Ah! Like, I don't understand iTunes. How does it happen that just every new phone or Apple device I get, as soon as I plug it in, they all just get named Peeves, and I, I don't know, do I don't anything. Know, like, I, don't, I don't change anything. Yeah. <laughs> Opinions on the Arthur fist memes. Honestly, I want him to fist me. <laughs> I want uh, Arthur to fist me. Oh um, God. <laughs> That's I mean, the title right there. Yeah, there she is. See, oh, like, fuck. did you watch Arthur growing up? I did a little bit. 
I was addicted. Like I was like I would t- look I would look for it <laughs> every day when we're walking down the street. So all this memeage happening is really tooting my horn. It's a great resurgence. He had like the weirdest guest stars on that show. <laughs> like they would get like Simon and Garfunkel to be on that show. Like I bet John great. Hamm would have been on it had it been around right the now. The Hamo. He was on fucking SpongeBob. Ah yeah. We still haven't watched that episode. We should. I feel like we really need to. If you could fuck any Disney character, who would it be? Mine would be Beast, probably, or Prince Eric. Oh, my God. That's so weird because I just played The Wolf Among Us, and it features, like, fable characters like that and Beauty and the Beast during that. Yeah, he is hot, though, in that game. Yeah. I'd fuck that cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) Well, growing up, I had a crush on Simba, which I find out. (laughs) I've read that it's not, like, I'm not alone. (laughs) I'm not alone. (laughs) Furry from an early age. Um, So I would have said him back in the day. However, my mind has been changed, obviously. I don't know. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, yeah, this is a tough thing for me, but probably Maleficent. Ooh. Yeah. You always like the dark characters. Yeah, the villain. I would fuck Ursula, too. If oh, I, my God. I mean, that probably just would be fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, a lot. <laughs> the tentacles. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be like some weird ass sex toy that exists. It's like you fuck a tentacle. Fuck there, I, Definitely, yeah. that is one million percent. Not gonna say it's my kink, but not gonna say it's not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, also, Air the Little Mermaid, but probably when she has legs, because yeah. that just looks plausible. I don't know. I was gonna say Ariel. Yeah, she's the prettiest one. Let's be yeah. real. But I mean, Prince Eric was fine too. But like, also, what's his face from uh, Rapunzel? Tangled, oh, Flynn, yeah. uh, he's fuckable. Mm, yeah, of course. The uh, the smolder. Yeah, I mean, God, Emperor's new groove. <laughs> oh my god! I'd honestly fuck Isma. Yo, for I feel real. like she'd be a good lay. Yeah, so definitely Isma. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> um, that's who I'd fuck. Probably not Marlin. I don't like him. No. <laughs> Oh my god. Chris is so upset. <laughs> Keep naming animals. Just, you were just like all about the animals. <laughs> He's like, wow, I didn't know this about you. <laughs> Alright, so should we get into binge time? Yeah, let's go to binge time. Alright, fine. So that's another episode. It's something else. Yeah, Thanks next, for- next one. 100. Woo! Yeah. We're gonna be announcing a bunch of shit. Yeah. So get your ears primed. And get a little ready. Smashbox photo finish. <laughs> Prime those ears. Thanks for having a cup of coffee with us. Yes, we'll see you in our next one. Bye. Bye. Ooh, shitty cup. Yeah, shitty cups are not real cups. All right, benches. So last week, we threw you for a loop. We were like, all right, we're changing up bench time. Um, We're going to try and do things faster. And right after we (laughs) did that and everything... We were like, wow, we hated that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was not fun to just say your fucking names, not be cute at all. Like, Yeah, and also, I was thinking about it when we were doing our one-year anniversary show, and we were, like, being real mushy at the end of it. Yeah. I was thinking, like, you know, one of the things that I feel like has really made this community, like, something is just, like, that- us hanging out right now at this point, you know? I know. Telling you guys what you're doing in different situations and building the fantasy of, not fantasy, it's real, of Flavortown. <laughs> the real cinematic universe. So, Chris and I just decided, fuck that. Um, we're going back to doing regular bench time because it's way more fun. And I don't care how hard it is to come up with lists some days. Yeah. Because 
it's fucking fun, We're and it's way it. better than just being like Nicole. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like that's so. It was like, really weird. I felt that, like, really bad. Like I just didn't like it. At honestly, all. like it felt like way longer and that cold. time than this. Time. And like I didn't know what to do. I was like, ah, I just You could tell if you listen back to that, like we were putting different inflections and we were like, ooh, yeah. I just like I felt like this is not okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're fucking that over. We're going back to the way it was. Uh so this is gonna be you guys at the zoo. Yeah. We've been to the zoo before, but we're going back. We back. <laughs> All right. Nicole is cold while checking out the penguin exhibit. Carissa is carousing through the parking lot trying to find a space. Jackie Goldfarb is waiting to see if these geese really lay golden eggs. Sloan Nolan is admiring the sloths. Sarah Booth is buying a funny hat from a booth. Allison Sense think this monkey just stole 32 cents from her. Hunter Curtis is watching a snake curl up for a nap. Damn. Megan Rackley doesn't care about the animals and is racking up a high score in the zoo's arcade. Taylor Collins is calling for the hippos. <laughs> just <laughs> calling them. Heather Ann is watching the anteater slip its tongue into the anthill. <laughs> um, I don't like that one. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I did not write that one. <laughs> oh my god. Sloan Fuller couldn't be fuller after eating some of the zoo's monkey bread. Monkey bread. <laughs> Emma Corbeil is is sad the zoo doesn't have an emu. Danielle Manus is yelling because this chimpanzee just swung way too close. Rude. Kate Convery is having a conversation with a zookeeper about the tigers. Amanda Robinette is sad that there's no internet connection in the park. Laura Collins is calling their friends over the intercom because they got lost. Angelica Feliz is watching the gorillas pick fleas off each other. Ishbel Mendez is a dolphin ringing a bell during a special show. Cat Vallejos is wondering if a lynx is a type of cat. I think it is. I'm not sure. I think that's what Lila is part. Oh, yeah. Definitely the ears. <laughs> Emily Lewis wishes the zoo was open all day because they never want to leave. Hannah Labelson is reading the label on these nuts from <laughs> the store to me. Make sure they're non-GMO. <laughs> D should have wrote D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Anthony Hood is pulling up their hood because they felt a few raindrops. Talia Miller is shocked by how long the red panda's tail is. Jennifer Habgood bets the fur on the leopard feels extremely soft. Daisy Blossom Dottie is counting the dots on all the ladybugs. Honestly, tedious as hell. <laughs> Madison Greer is trying to find a green frog, but they're just blending in. Mm, when your foundation matches just right. <laughs> Madison Wolf is watching the wolves howl. Megan McNally seems to be the only person interested in the naked mole rat. Wow, drag them. Skylar Medley is watching the eagle soar through the sky. Cat is loving the wide variety of wild cats. Me when I go to the zoo, let's be real. Ilka is admiring the antlers on the elk. Corey Springfield likes to visit the zoo in the spring when all the hibernating animals first week. Is that real? Is that I, true? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Like, I'm not a goddamn zoologist. Um, Josie West is on the western side of the park checking out the camels. <laughs> what? I don't know. Sarah Cook is a cook at the mandatory rainforest cafe every zoo should have. I hope Zach's listening to this. Um, Jennifer Cornwell threw some corn into the kiwi exhibit. Sophia Cock loves the coloring on the peacock. I just love that like the peacocks are just out Always. Yeah. And they're like a part of you. What? 
the fuck are you saying? They're just like walking around. Like you could be like sitting on a bench eating like fucking a hot dog, and there's a peacock like standing two feet away from you. It's oh like my God. they're not even in the exhibit. They're just fucking there. <laughs> anyway, you guys have seen them. You know what I'm talking about. Um, where am I? <laughs> Ash Rozell is pretending to be Ash Ketchum and playing Pokemon Go in the park. I feel like it's a really good place to play Pokemon yeah, Go. Yeah, probably. But there could be Pokemon in exhibits. Don't go in them. <laughs> Mariah Hannah is handing an apple to a chimpanzee. Ooh. Nicole Allen is always going to love the flamingos the most. Oh. Cody Castile is enjoying the crazy cast of animals that they have in one of the special shows. God, Beth Fonseca is watching the elephants take a bath in the lake. Christina Contreras is amazed at all the animals from various countries that are here. Allison Dow is down in the reptile room hanging with the iguanas. Honestly, this a series of unfortunate events? True, but I love, like, wherever they have reptiles. Not the bugs, though. No, yeah, the reptiles. Pass on those. Catherine Simpson is simply not happy about visiting the zoo. Honestly, why? <laughs> why? Debbie Downer over here. Bridget Carey Davis is crossing a bridge over to the lion exhibit. Marlene Naj is a marsupial munching on a berry. <laughs> okay. Cater Liriano feels uncomfortable that this lemur is leering at them. Ooh. Rebecca O'Donnell is beckoning a meerkat to come closer. <laughs> Kendall Berg is feeding some iceberg lettuce to an antelope. Allie McGregor is a big fan of the alligators. Megan Grilly is grilling up some burgers in the parking lot because they're tailgating. Tailgating the zoo. Who the <laughs> fuck is doing that? I'm going to. <laughs> Chloe Killip is killing time before the next dolphin show. <laughs> okay. Well, the dolphin show's killing them. Oh, my God. Sorry, I didn't mean to scream. Ian Murphy is watching the crocodiles blow bubbles with their noses in the murky waters. Also, Ian Murphy is one of the funniest people I follow on Twitter. Oh, my God. To be honest not to Everybody drag you follow ian oh, oh shit no one's gonna do it <laughs> elizabeth holberg is trying to guess which hole in the meerkat will pop out of next wait what? <laughs> which hole you said you said which hole in the meerkat okay fine <laughs> <laughs> okay aren't you glad bench time's back um oh, oh. <laughs> God damn, I'm not even going to say it again. Uh, Cassandra Buckout is watching an ostrich stick its head in the sand. Maddie Pullman is a python wrapping around a pole. Amanda Marie is asking a manager about how the animals are cared for, asking the tough questions. Jane Shell is a parrot playing with some shells. Um, Jackie Bergiulio is buying a jacket at the zoo's gift shop. Camellia Malky is wondering where the camels store all that water. It's in their humps. Did you oh know my that? Oh god, is it really? Yes. Okay. I, I hope I didn't make that up. <laughs> I swear that's what I knew. We do not claim to be 100% factual. Zoo. <laughs> I'm not 100% zoo. <laughs> um, Caitlin Whalen got to touch a whale, and it was everything they hoped it would be. <laughs> what kind of fucking zoo has a whale? Lots of them. <laughs> Lucy Ravenscroft is in the aviary watching a raven fly by. Cody Robinson is watching a robin chase after the raven. <laughs> I love it when we connect them. <laughs> Lauren Siobhan is shivering because the dolphins just splashed you with water. Taco Roach is a desert tortoise roasting in the afternoon sun and loving it. Allison Francoy is picking up a juicy Frank from Megan Grilly's tailgate party. Oh my god! <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> Haley Cadwaller is watching a frog slowly make his way up the wall. Margarita is picking up a themed margarita from the zoo's bar. Sarah Seaman was hoping for a few more sea creatures to be here. I'm with you. 
Chloe Archer is watching the elf and arch its trunk into its mouth to drink some water. Dana Daly is mad that their Danimals crackers look nothing like the real thing. Megan Wilson is willing to bet that they can get a, a parrot to say their name. Um... Sure. <laughs> Jackie Lampo is a zookeeper turning on lamps in the giraffe exhibit. Claire Wood is strictly here to see the woodland animals. Kelly Adams is adding up the number of monkeys this zoo has. Plot it's too twist. Many. It's a lot. <laughs> Hannah Peterson is not afraid to handle a tarantula. Oh, uh, okay. Jenna Gordonier is near the aviary and hearing tons of squawking. <laughs> Squawk. <laughs> Sasha Smith is smiling because they just saw their favorite animal, the chameleon. How'd you see it? Mm. Oh. Sarah is scared that the ostrich is going to break the exhibit glass. Honestly, nothing is scarier than a big-ass bird. It is actually really scary. <laughs> Bridget Dubin is doodling the animals in their sketchbook. Vlyn and Drew are watching the sleeping bats droop down from the branches. Jax is a jaguar yawning after an afternoon nap. Hillary Gay is watching the sea lions play some type of game with a ball. Anna Hernandez is an anaconda slithering around and flicking your tongue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Courtney White <laughs> thinks black and white stripes on the zebra are so cool. Elizabeth Doles is trying to sneak some dull pineapple chunks into the hippo exhibit. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like that sentence. <laughs> Megan Price is prying open some nuts to feed to the animals. Mackenzie Knight is going to the special night event at the zoo. And Rachel Evans is eventually going to realize that they're at an aquarium. Come on, Rachel. Listen. Let's get it We've together. We've been here. We know this. <laughs> All right. Other benches. I would say the rest of the benches are the other seals that are playing with that ball because I hear that water polo is back. Yeah. And I'm just picturing the fucking... Is it sea lions or whatever from Finding, oh, Finding Dory? Dory. Yeah. yeah, those were some characters. Yeah, man. they were pretty great. So we've got Allie Malone, Kathleen Wynn, and Rose Barnett. Thank you guys for supporting us. Let us know if you like this more than that shit we did last week. I don't even honestly care what you say because I just didn't like it. Yeah, Personally. like it just, you know, I feel at home and yeah. I feel like we're a family. I don't again. care if other podcasts don't do this. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're here and we're hanging out. Yeah. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the show. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.